Yeah. Well, let's do another one. I mean, I didn't see it. But I believe you! All right. Hey guys, it's Dougie here with another episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. I'm Doug, and this is going to be another negative episode. Joel will not be in the, on this call. So uh, this will be negative episode number nine. We've got a few things to go over. I'm going to talk about all kinds of stuff, actually. We're going to talk about everything that's going on at my bar, going on with me, maybe uh, going to some things. But also, I have a very special guest today. I'm going to be calling in to Holton the Barbarian, an old pal of mine, and he is going to do a... Uh, He's going to give us some recommendations. Holton, Holton the Barbarian's musical recommendations, dude. This dude is awesome. So um, before we get into that, I just wanted to say that we, again, we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, I, today is uh, April 27th. Uh, Governor Abbott just did a um, briefing about reopening the state. And effectively, April 30th, the... Stay at Home Act will be dissolved and businesses will begin in phases to reopen. And phase one calls for restaurants and movie theaters and things, some more things, retail to all open back up 25% of their capacity. And then um, golf courses can, and tennis courses, no more than four to a group. Um, and then, uh, Phase two, and this is all works out, and there's no flare-up, which I hope, obviously, we all hope not. Uh, we will go into phase two, where bars and hair salons can come back into action. We shall see. I am a small-time business owner with not with the that don't read too good and don't know don't know disease too good so i i don't know we'll see this is just all just a weird time for everybody involved and i am going to start off by saying we are we are all affected by this but again after the phone call with holton we're gonna have a good time good laugh and stuff like that but i am going to talk about and more of a selfish sense and not in the sense of like me, 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 but I feel if I just speak about what's going on in my world and on my behalf, I'm sure there's others out there that can relate. And, you know, sometimes you do have to show somewhat selfishness to protect what is yours and what is mine is my business. And I love my business and I know people love it as well. And we want to get back in action. We want to come out on top. I mean, we have lost some serious, uh, brands and institutions even to this crisis and it's just uh it just it kind of just leaves you scratching your head you know like why the timing of this all of it all and and why why open now and then why don't we open if we're opening now why didn't we open sooner if we didn't open if we're not if we're opening now why, why aren't we opening later like, all the questions that come with that but um again i'm going to um get more into that after it. And like, I honestly don't really have 
again, my, my standpoint is how am I going to get my business reopened and how am I going to protect it? And everybody in my prop in my bar when they're here, how do I keep everybody safe? Um, but yeah, remember that thing's been pretty cool. I have been super busy, um, making content for the internet for all you guys stuck at home to bartend at home. I'm doing videos, uh, drink tutorials and just uh, talk alongs and things like that. And I'm doing a virtual happy hour every Friday on my personal Facebook. Just search Doug blank and I'll happily add you as a friend. And then I'm making YouTube videos and they're all, you just search Doug blank and I'll pop right up and I have a few videos up there right now. So please, if you're listening to this, take some time, go to that. I'll put a link in this description for where you can just go directly to them and like, and subscribe to those videos. Let me know what you think. I, it's just me by myself doing them. So it, put uh so it might not be the highest of quality but i assure you i'm putting my everything into it put my heart and soul and it takes me a long time to do them it takes me it, it takes me like almost 12 hours to do one of those videos which blows my mind but who knows maybe i'll uh, become an internet celebrity and i can hire a cast and crew to do it for me just kidding we all know that probably won't happen but so I'm going to give a crude introduction to my buddy Holton that we're going to call in a little bit. Holton is a stand-up guy, the barbarian. We worked at a place in down on close to downtown Austin on the east side for a couple of months, and dude, we just hit it off. He is a awesome guy, awesome metal fan. He uh, knows his music. He has great style, great personality. Always a delight to be around, and this dude can would always just crack me up, and he'd always just be, I'd always just be happy to be around him. But I was like in downtime, and I'm always, um, we're always just chatting back and forth through social media, and I just like, man, dude, he would be the perfect person to give some recommendations for music to listen to at home during during your stay at home act, and I just cannot wait to hear what he has to say, and. He's gonna, it's going to be a phone call, so bear with that. You know, the board that I use does pretty well with these phone calls, but I just wanted to clarify whatever. So we're going to give him a call in just a, in uh, about, you know, two more minutes. I didn't make a recommendations list. Man, I should have. I got – I should have. I went out to uh, – Gulf Breeze opened up again yesterday, Gulf Breeze Winery. Or they, you know, they opened up for pickups, so I went and picked up a bottle of wine. I just went home and I enjoyed some wine, and I was like, uh-oh, maybe I won't be writing some recos. I could have, but I didn't. I wonder what Joel's doing. No, but again, please go to my, um, check out the YouTube, just search Doug Blank. I'll pop right up, like, and subscribe. Tell me what you think about the videos. Be kind. And then, of course, keep on listening to our podcast. Let everybody know that we're out here still. Joel and I will be doing another episode uh, this week sometime. It will be a phone call episode, but we, again, we will be doing it um honestly and like with with the, everything opening back up maybe joel and i will be seeing each other sooner than later i don't i hope so gosh i hope so i miss that i miss him so much the other night i was talking about joel and i started crying because i miss him Ugh, gross i can't believe it he's just such a he's just he's just such a character he's just such a swell guy he's just a well-rounded person and maybe we can talk about the lump in my throat a little bit today. That's still there. Just need one of my, you know, off-duty doctor friends or like uh, maybe a nurse or whatever come and just stare at my throat. Tell me if they see anything that's in particular, just so I uh, put 
put put a timeline on uh my existence that's awful i shouldn't say that let's give Col let's give uh, holton a call all right here we go hello here we go Holton, it's Dougie. Hey, what's up, dude? Nothing much, dude. Yeah, I got you recording on the podcast. I didn't see it, but I believe you. Yeah, is uh, is uh, <laughs> is the is the audio good and everything? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? How do I do? I sound all right. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Sweet, dude. Wise well, gave us uh, uh, first and foremost, you're uh, are you working right now? Um. So I work a second job where I work from home, uh, like on the phone and with my computer and stuff. Oh, that's I kind of do that, like super part time. But I'm getting, uh, I'm I'm still employed at my other job. We're just shut down because of this morning. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's cool, man. That's cool that you're able to like just like create something, you know, right now. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. It definitely helps out. So has this whole has this whole shutdown been like uh, just 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 like everybody else's exchange experience? Just a lot of laying low and cooped up and being creative on social media yeah pretty much just been messing around at the house i i hardly ever played video games like i would maybe like pick one game and play it throughout the course of like months and months and this quarantine's got me playing video games and cooking a ton and that's <laughs> two things i wasn't doing that much before it so did you uh are you sweet. not that you necessarily i mean not, i don't need to know exactly where you work but are you still in the kitchens or what are you, what are you doing you what kind of industry are you in now no, yeah, uh, yeah. I left the cooking industry about two years ago, uh, but now I'm a uh, now I manage like a dog kennel, oh, like hell a dog yeah. daycare. Yeah, it's it's a sick job, but of course, with everybody being quarantined, you know, you of know, course, everybody has their dogs at home. So. No, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, I, I gave you a gave you a, a crude introduction. I was just tell, talking about. I was referring to you as Holton the Barbarian. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're, dude, I love that. Yeah, I just love it so yeah, much. Yeah, me on Instagram. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I was uh, saying check check you out on Instagram and uh, show you some love. And so I was just uh, kind of explaining that being creative with these with so what what we're doing right now. Like whenever my my, my podcast partner Joel, when he's not a part of the show, we just refer to it as a negative episode because it's just me by myself. And so that's we keep content coming out. Anyway, so I was explaining yeah. that you are my you're you are my friendly guest today, and you are awesome when it comes to the genre of music entirely and you just totally have the right personality to give great recommendations i thought you'd be a perfect addition to this episode dude thank you that's a huge compliment yeah man so um i, I was telling uh I was, I was telling you i was gonna work on soundbite stuff and i god dang it i should have i even had some ideas but i didn't get crank them out but i mean well i have a feeling we'll be doing this more and next time we'll like we'll we'll elaborate on the on the sounds yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds cool yeah but um but cool man so i was just saying uh i kind of just uh, asked you asked you a couple of days ago if you'd be willing to do a phone call interview like we are now and give us some recommendations for people that are stuck at home just uh need something to do need something new to listen to and you sent me a short list and i thought it was uh perfect and i think you should just go ahead and roll right into your first reco my man yeah, of course. So, honestly, I'm I'm going to try and, uh, you know, if it's going to be like a, a repeated thing, I'm going to try and do something like 
like the first one I'll, I'll always want to talk about will be a new release, something that's come out, you know, at least in the past couple months. Hell yeah. Uh, so it's at least somewhat fresh. Um, and then my second one uh, is going to be like a classic album. So something probably before 2000, of course. I've, I've listened to a lot of 60s to 80s music, so yeah. it'll probably be in there a lot of times. Uh, and then the third one, I just want to do like a wild card. Um, of course, my favorite genre of all time is metal and any most offshoot of metal, any subgenres. But I do like a lot of indie music. I like a lot of psych music. I love country music. So there will be a lot of that every now and then, I'm sure. Hell yeah. But my first one, uh, so my first one uh, going with the theme of a new release is going to be Sirith Ungle. They're the 80s heavy metal band uh, known for having um, the character, the fantasy character Elric on a lot of their co- uh, on a lot of their album covers. Uh, they're super sick. It's basically like all the lyrical content is going to be fantasy based. Anything from like demons and wizards to you know barbarians and Vikings on ships and shores and everything. Yeah, that's it's awesome. So sick. They're they're fantastic. Well, they just came out with this new album. Uh, it's called Forever Black, and it's their first original material. I, at least I read this on their Instagram. They said it's their first original material in almost 30 years. Jesus. Yeah, dude, but I'm telling you, like, the first 30 seconds of this album, it's like they did not skip a beat. It sounds like they've been, like, practicing since they put out, you know, that last album almost 30 years ago, and they they rip on it. Uh, one of the guys that produced this album, his name's Arthur Rich, uh I think if you want to look him up on Instagram, it's Dehumanizer, I think is his name. Uh, there might be a one instead of the I, I think, if I'm right. Okay. But anyways, this he's he's uh, gotten his hands on a lot of projects uh, in the past, uh, especially the past couple of years. He's, I know he's with Eternal Champion. Uh, you know, that's another insane fantasy metal band. And oh, wait, where's, it, got, where's this band uh, located? Where's this band from? Eternal Champion? No, no, the, uh, the one we're speaking of. Eternal Champion or Sirith Ungle? Ungle. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, the series Ungle. Uh-oh, I think I might have lost you. Let me check me. You, you hear, man? Yeah, yeah, I lost you for a second. No, not, I know Eternal Champions from the Austin area. The uh, the band that you're uh, the, we're reviewing, where are they from? Uh, they're from Ventura, California. Oh, okay. At least that's, that's, yeah, that's where they originated from. Uh, they started together in 1972, so they're they're definitely some early heavy metal. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But yeah, so so back to this album, uh, Forever Black. I was just saying that that Arthur Riss dude. I'm pretty sure he like mixed and mastered this thing. Uh, he's had his hands in Code Orange. I know they've got some big stuff lately yeah. that a lot of people have been enjoying. Uh, yeah, he's just a great dude, especially with uh, his hands in this project. So. One thing I want to talk about for each of these albums is my favorite song and then just my favorite lyric or part of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so for uh, Sirius Ungle, uh, my favorite song on it is going to be the title track. Uh, the album is called Forever Black. So, of course, the title track is going to be the same thing. Okay. So, it, it's super, super sick. It's basically, if a lot of people, if anyone that's listening to this has already listened to Sirius Ungle, you're probably going to have heard the King of the Dead album. It's basically King of the Dead with modern, or, you know, somewhat modern uh, production, but with some heavy, heavy riffs. It's a lot more doomy in some parts. Uh, but so my favorite lyric from uh, Forever Black is going to say, um, 
the the singer sings uh, a tragic race to disillusion our choice of heroes badly made they lead us now into temptation and turn our future towards the grave <laughs> dude that's so that is like so heavy. <laughs> that's like pinnacle dude that is like so metal good. as hell dude i love that <laughs> it's, it's metal and it's it's insanely applicable so right now, because the tragic race to disillusion, you know, just like the current state of affairs. Yeah. And then our choice of heroes badly made. Uh, you know, if you want to, I don't want to get, you know, political or anything, but, you know, choice of heroes. I think it's we could it's a relative, it is extremely relative, indeed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, crazy, crazy good album. Dude, hell yeah. And so, uh, what, uh, so how do you spell i have the spelling right here but if you want to how do you spell uh the actual name of the band yeah so the name is actually from uh tolkien literature you know lord of the rings uh it's one of the cities um but cirith ungle is c-i-r-i-c-h and then ungle is u-n-g-o-l dude that's tight cirith ungle that's a city which city is that um let me see. I can actually sounds like some Middle Earth shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, I know it's. Um, basically, an evil city. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! You know, it, it has something to do with. Let's see. Uh, the tower of Sirith Ungol was originally a watchtower of Gondor, um, <laughs> but yeah, it also served to stop Sauron's servants from returning to Mordor. So yeah, there you go. There's a little. There you go. That's pretty cool, Mordor. man. So, yeah. uh, but you're referring to Eternal Champion, dude. Uh, did we, I don't know if, did we go to that Eternal Champion show uh, at Red 7? Were we both there? Yeah. In the, the Venomous Maximus play. Yeah, that's over. right. That's right. So, uh, who, the members of that band with Eternal Champion were from, another, like, weren't they from another band as well that played before them? Yeah, Summerland is Summerland, that. that's what it was. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. And so, like, uh, so Eternal Champions, you brought them up, and kind of not to, not to digress too much. It's it's that's just a one man show out of the Austin area, right? And he just gets band members like Summerland and stuff to come help out when he can. Or I'm I'm not entirely sure how how it works as far as personnel with that band because they are they're all scattered all over the place. I think one of the dudes is in Power Trip, but I might be wrong. Uh, maybe they had one of those dudes at one point. Uh, the only guy that I know absolutely for sure is uh, is Jason, and I know he lives. He's he's from the Austin area. You know, he's the singer in hardcore band Iron Age. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'll just say yeah. In Iron Another Age, incredible thing. Uh, I'll say shout out to freaking Iron Age. And if you guys want some freaking awesome fucking metal, borderline hardcore, just check out freaking Iron Age for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. They have a cover of uh, that. What is it? The Traveling Flower Band or something like that. That's the Tori Part One song. Have yeah. you heard that? No. -uh. It's like an old. It's like a crazy old Japanese psych band, like from the '60s, and they have like this really crazy song that starts out with some like wailing vocals, and uh, Iron Age covered it. Super, super weird song for a band like that to cover, but they kill it, and it's, it's really, really cool. Dude, noted. I'm gonna have to write. I'm, de I'm definitely gonna check that out for sure. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, so that was, again, that was going to be Sir Ungle Forever Black. Is that a new release? Yeah. Holton the Barbarian's first recommendation. And so from there, you said you wanted to move on to a classic? Yeah. So my classic album uh, is going to be Candle Mass's Nightfall. Hell um, yeah. You're familiar? Yeah. 
Yeah, I dude. Know you, dude, I knew you. I, I guess just because following you on on Instagram, I, I knew you were totally into candle mass, man. Oh man, that is that is my they they tie almost with Sabbath for my favorite band of all time. Dude, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I've oh, never, man. dude. But this is a good recommendation because Candlemas is one of those bands that you that it's kind of like Tom Petty in that genre. It's like you always like, it's like when somebody's like, dude, my favorite my favorite band is or my favorite singer is Tom Petty. You always look to him. You're like, dude, that's a great choice. You know, like why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know, so like that's how I feel about Candlemas. When somebody's like, like you just said, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. Like right up there with Sabbath. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, a, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Dude, and, like, the band, I mean, they just hit the mark to me on every single front. Like, <laughs> their bass player, Ritz, and their bass player uh, writes about 90% of the music, from what I understand. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Name, yeah, his name's Leif, uh, L-E-I-F, uh, last name's Edlig, I believe. Um, and, yeah, man, he's uh, he's basically the brain behind Candlemas. Uh, Candlemas has seen it fair share of singers throughout the years. Yeah. They've had uh, tons of dudes, but you know, the most, the most notable ones of course are Johan. Uh, he was the singer on the very first record. And uh, that's actually who is their current vocalist now as uh, the guy from the very, very first one. No, oh, I didn't know he came that. Back and, yeah. Yeah. He came back and rejoined the band. I was supposed to see him on April 19th, but of course, you know, yeah. everything got canceled. Where were they supposed to play at? Houston at uh, the Hell's Heroes. Fest. Damn. Yeah, got awesome. those heroes. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it was gonna be it was gonna be a killer, killer show. I, I've never seen Candlemass live because uh, they never play Texas, um, and that was my shot. But hopefully they'll they'll make it back to I'm sure uh, they will come back to the U.S. Yeah, them they're a Swedish band, of course, so you know they're not just like here in the states ready to yeah. go. Um, but yeah, so Nightfall uh, is going to be Candlemass's second album, uh, right after Epicus Dumicus. It's the first album that has the singer Messiah Marcelin. Uh It might be Marcelin. I I might be mispronouncing that, but I'll just say Marcelin just for the sake of continuity. Uh, but yeah, so so Messiah Marcelin is is a pretty notable dude. He's got a where's a big big black robe with a with a rope around his waist and he's got massive curly hair he he reminds me of a uh he reminds me of a uh uh, oh god not like a friar but he reminds me like a character that's like he reminds me like a metal like uh monk that he reminds me he reminds me of paul he reminds me of like paul bailoff if he went to an uh abbey (laughs) yeah 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 there you go Paul Bailoff being the original singer of Exodus. Yes, yes, dude, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, every time I see him, I'm always like, damn, that's exactly. He looks like an old school Paul Bailoff. I saw a, a picture of you know somebody like memed it up and it made me laugh my ass off. But it was uh, it was uh, Nacho uh, from Nacho Libre. Whenever he's wearing his brown monk robes, and of course he has like big curly hair in that movie. And uh, they just put the candle map logo right above his head, and I was just like, "Damn it, that's <laughs> like, awesome!" <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, really fucking funny. dude. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send it over to you so that way you can dude. check that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So, so Nightfall is easily my favorite candle map album. Like I said, it, it's Messiah's first album that he's on. Um, my favorite song on this album is going to be Mourner's Lament. Um, I actually listened to it today while I was uh, 
cooking cooking brunch and i i listened to the song you know i don't even know how many times it's my favorite album so who who knows how many damn times i've listened to this thing yeah <laughs> but today was the first time where i sat there and read the lyrics like with the whole song uh all the way through uh he's got a pretty easy voice to understand uh sometimes the swedish accent you know kind of makes certain you know uh inflictions if that's the right word yeah uh on certain words uh you know sound a little weird but yeah so i read the lyrics to the song and dude it's like the most soul-crushing like lyrics i've ever read (laughs) damn it's so sad but uh you know it's backed by super doomy heavy riff um definitely definitely candlemass is a pioneer of their sound a lot of bands followed after and you know emulate their music and do their own thing with it. But for me, candle maps like cannot be top. No. Yeah, like, for sure. It's almost, it's almost a bummer whenever you listen to music that good. Cause you're like, damn, I'm never going to hear anything better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Fair at, least, at least that's how, that's how I feel with them. I'm, I probably sound like I'm gassing this stand up a lot, but no, I mean, dude, but if you're, if you're a metal fan, especially if you're into classic metal, like candle mass oh, is yeah. in the conversation all the time. Oh, so yeah. that's why, that's oh, why yeah, I was saying yeah. earlier. It's like when you bring them up, you're like, Oh yeah, duh. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, why absolutely. I, they need to be in the forefront at all times. No, yeah, absolutely. And I guess you could even, dude, I think that's not that bold of a statement to say that they are, um, a pioneers of a certain sound, man. Like, I mean, Oh, can, absolutely. You know, that's, I think that's just, I think that's just a kind of a, that should be a little bit run of the mill. That's not, that's again, they should, I'm going to, I'm going to consciously make sure that candle mass stays in the forefront of my conversations now when metal is brought up because dude. it's like, yeah, they are, they are oh, iconic. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah. Spread the word of candle mass, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and like, uh, so speaking of uh, like pioneering, uh, like the genre basically with them, uh, so their first album is called Epicus, Doomicus, Metallicus. And that is, uh, so, you know, like the Doom sound had already sort of been made, especially by, you know, Black Sabbath with their very first song, Black Sabbath. Uh, that kind of like laid the, the roots and the framework for, for what Doom was going to sound like. But no band had really extended upon it and shredded like Candlemass did. And then Candlemass brought in the element of operatic vocals, like insane, you know, uh, vibratos. And dude, he, he, Messiah is an amazing singer. Johan on the first album is incredible and, and definitely does his job, you know, very well. Yeah. But Messiah just brought like this new energy to the band that I don't think it had yet. Dude, no, that's, um, that's, that's a great point because that's the thing about Candlemass. It is heavy heavy mm-hmm. but those vocals are beautiful like you could you could go to uh to an old school like orthodox church with a beautiful choir yeah. and, and <laughs> insert him into that and in their oh, you know yeah. what i mean it's like they because they, sure. people people that listen to this a lot of people i know a lot of people that listen to this uh don't necessarily listen to heavier music and so like when they hear the when they hear the expression metal uh not that there's anything wrong with attaching it to 90s new metal but they 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 always they always attach it to that so it's like you know metal does not necessarily mean screaming your ass off and and saying gibberish and wearing jinkos you know what i mean it's like it's like it's (laughs) quite the contrary actually you know what i mean it's kind of like yeah exactly um, kind of like i talk about the the cocktail the old-fashioned like a lot of people that never had an old like where i'm at a lot of people know what old-fashioned is but never really had one or so they think it's like a bunch of fruit muddled up in a glass topped off with like ice and just whiskey and just handed over you know what i mean it's like that's actually that's a very 
if you like it that way, go for it. But that's a variation. Dude. This is actually what it's supposed to be like, you know, or what the original yeah. is. It's kind of the same way with, you know, with metal. It's like, you know, we take all the frills away and you look back, like screaming really wasn't introduced to metal until probably the late seventies. Like, I guess when Ven I guess Venom was like the first and maybe a little bit of Motorhead, but Venom was like the really first band to like get really aggressive vocally, in my mm -hmm. opinion. So like, uh, yeah. So, and I, I guess I was like, definitely, maybe the eight like actually 1980 i don't know when did black when did black magic come out or black black metal black metal uh by venom i want to say it was 81 i could yeah. be wrong so uh, yeah so like so like older metal and stuff like singing beautifully was most certainly the way to go and still is in a lot of in a lot of yeah ways so, yeah uh black black metal came out uh 82 actually okay but yeah. uh yeah but yeah, I mean, if there's any insane, you know, metal nerd listening to this, that's going to be like, well, actually, you know, uh, <laughs> which I, you know, which I invite for, for researching. Yeah, honestly, props to you for researching and finding facts. Uh, I, I actually found uh, uh, screaming vocals on track that as early as the 60s one time whenever I was looking. And I'm not talking like a dude yelling. I'm talking like screaming. Like, and, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah, not 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 like a cannibal course or anything like insane, but I you know, you. definitely definitely some aggressive shrill vocals. Uh, there's some like proto metal that I can send over your way that was like pre Sabbath that is unbelievably heavy. Like cool. I almost thought it was like like the date on one of these records I was listening to was uh, like 1968, and I was like, okay, this has got to be like. This has got to be a joke. Like, there's no way this is that old, and it sounds like that. And sure enough, it is. But uh. Yeah, lots of weird proto metal out there where people were doing that. But I of course, that. it wasn't popularized and it didn't really influence as much as yeah. later bands. And that's what's important. And like another thing I like to say about metal, or people, okay, so because like, you know, and I and you can and I know you exactly know exactly what I'm talking about. Especially when you were talking about your personal preferences earlier, like you and I are the kind of guys when we're like when people are like what what's your favorite? What do you like to listen to? And we can I feel like you and I can honestly say we list we'll listen to. We love everything. You know what I mean? The rule is yeah. if it's good, it's it that's it. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter. Yeah, if it if it strikes a chord in any way with me and I enjoy it, I am not gonna be like, Well, I mostly like metal, so I'm not gonna listen to this. No, like, yeah. no, there's so much music out there, you gotta enjoy it all. And so but the thing is, especially like where I'm at now, and this is something and like I don't I don't I don't rip into people for it, but like I like, I love all music. I love all music except for yeah. hip, except for metal or except for hip-hop it's like dude yeah. dude, you yeah you might want to change that phrase up a bit you know what i mean and it's like yeah. uh and i just feel like i feel like uh sometimes I, I when i talk about metal to people and they're like i don't know i just can't it's just too loud i'm like i'm like look i look at metal obviously there are some structural and thing things to create the integrity of that sound of metal you know what i mean like this I don't know. Like it's because like what I'm going to say doesn't really go in hand with, with that either. I feel like metal is more of the feeling it evokes in you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, I do. Totally. It's, I, it's almost like primal. Yeah. Like, dude, I'll listen to some R and B sometimes. I'm like, dude, this is freaking heavy. You know, like, yeah. it's, like <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, this is, it's like, dude, this is like heavier than, than, uh, than any any metal album I have on the radio or have in my car right now or on that list on Spotify. Like when D'Angelo yeah. came out with Black Messiah, I was like, dude, uh, I was listening to that and like I was getting like more punk, like just like 
digging that just as much as I would any new metal release at the time. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, like I yeah. felt it. Yeah, totally. You know. So absolutely, I wish- I'm the same way with uh, with Charles Bradley uh, before he passed away. Exactly. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So- it, it's just it's the emotion. It's like the emotion and the feeling, and then. I mean, of course, you can you can be surface level and, and listen to music for the sound, of course. But for me, I'm I'm a big lyrics guy, and metal just has lyrics that you can't really find in a country song or a blues song or you know pop or anything. Uh, you know, it 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 lives in you know its own little world. It does, and, and there's so many offshoots of it. Like, of course. Like, so going back to Candlemass, you know, yeah. Candlemass, it, it sounds goofy, but like their genre is epic doom metal. Like that's what they, they coined the term basically. They're considered classic doom or whatever, but due to the operatic vocals there, they're considered epic doom metal. <laughs> and that sounds goofy, but it's like epic, you know, operatic vocals, doom, it low actually, and heavy. I mean, un- I mean, it's not unfortunate. I mean, it's just, it, 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 you could say epic doom metal to, um, to a casual fan. And yeah. they, they yeah. I think they would grasp the idea of what it, what that is. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's this epic, triumphant, but still at the same time, very like downtrodden and slow and low. Oh yeah, uh, great stuff. But let me uh, let me go back to uh, to that Nightfall album. So yeah, that, uh, yeah. So my my favorite lyric from that album it, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty long, but I'll sort of break it up and talk about each little segment. Um, so honestly, on my notes where I wrote my favorite lyric, I, I wrote really big, just the whole thing, like the whole damn song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was so hard for me to, and that's that's why so much of this is, uh, that's why I picked so much of this, I should say, so so much of the lyrics. But um, anyways, uh, so essentially his song is about, um, I'm not sure if the bass player himself went through this or if this is just, you know, totally a concept or what it is, you know, someone out there has gone through this, unfortunately, but the song is about, um, a father losing his son mm-hmm. and it is so, so sad. Like I said earlier, I was listening to it this morning while I was making breakfast and I was like, damn, this is, <laughs> this is rough. Like, I, I don't know if I want to start my day like with some, with this sad of music, but, uh, so anyways, uh, he says, I sleep by your shadow, remembering your light in my heart. I'm with you every night. Uh, pretty, pretty basic, you know, that's, that's pretty upfront there. Uh, just, just saying, you know, sort of reminiscing, like I, I miss my son, you know, I'm remembering his life. Um, and then he, he goes on to say, far goes your journey into the unknown, wherever you might be, be well, my son. Ugh. And it's, yeah, seriously, it just tugs, like it tugs on your heart so hard. And it's, it's really, really rough, especially if you not lost your son specifically, but if you just lost anybody, you know, you can sort of relate to this song. Of course. Uh, but he, he goes on to say, why just you, my flesh and blood, I cannot live nor understand my dearest treasure to be found six feet under in sacred ground. Uh, that's rough. so rough, man. It's rough. I, I, the song's so sad that I, I questioned, like, putting it on here. So I was like, man, this is like my, my entry into this podcast and, like, Oh, no, no, it's fine. Off and they're gonna be like, that guy's so sad. He, <laughs> he, needs, <laughs> he needs to talk to somebody. Maybe that's what this is. But I maybe think this is just I mean, maybe I'm maybe crazy. I'll speak out a lot. <laughs> maybe I'll speak out a line for you, but but I think you uh I think you're just trying to convey like what 
metal can provide other than a bunch of loud crashing guitars you know sure. like, like a true sure. like we were saying the evoke evoking the true emotion that that music is love that music is a universal language because of what it makes you feel like you know this song when you hear oh, that absolutely. when you hear that and or if you even if you translate to any language or whatever but like but if you hear that and you can probably knowing candle mass and the operatics and the doom and everything like even if you don't understand what he's saying you and i standing next to each other we are hearing that music and chances are we're getting the same heart heart wrench you know what i mean it's like sure, so sure. like it's so like yeah yeah but anyways and of course you know it's it, again it, it's backed by you know heavy lower guitars and, and this again these lyrics aren't being screamed you know they're being sung like like you would hear at an opera yeah you know? um yeah it's, it's incredible uh but yeah, he. Uh, I'll, I'll finish out the the last of the lyrics real quick. But he says, uh, he says, "Watch me bleed, you lucky one. I envy you, your living son. I'll give mine the strength of my faithful breath. I will mourn him to my death." Damn. Yeah, man. That's poetic, <laughs> yeah. and also it's like it's not, um, it's not, it's not too vague. You know what I mean? So it's like you get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's another thing. There's it. It doesn't really leave a lot to guess it's, it's pretty up front yeah. and uh again he, he thinks pretty clear too so you know to, if anyone decides to check this out uh you know and it's, it's sort of one of your first metal songs to listen to you're not going to have to sit there and decipher everything uh you could probably listen to it at least once or twice and get at least you know the chorus for sure will be sort of stuck in your head i feel like but if not you can always google lyrics indeed we are <laughs> yeah. we can't cure we can't cure viral diseases but we can definitely search lyrics to candle mass on a telephone <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah Dude. absolutely no man I, I just um you know because i mean just for generics i guess we're talking about like the operation the operatics of vocals and stuff but i mean like, even like in the mainstream like do you have somebody an idea who doesn't listen to metal when we talk about auto operatics i guess you could really relate Ugh, I don't want to just be generic, but uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, you know, like that. If yeah. anybody, if anybody's ever listened to Candlemass, like when we say it's not screaming and stuff, and it's more operatic. A loose connection, very loose connection to maybe maybe Judas Priest, may, or may, I don't know, may, sure. to, or, or maybe maybe more so uh, if you're familiar with like like Dio. Uh, yeah. imagine Dio. Dio, exactly. Like, <laughs> because I would, I didn't even want to go the route of Black Sabbath because Ozzy is a very unique voice, and I don't oh, think oh. I would categorize that as operatic. I would say it's more like mm -mm. pioneer metal vocals, you know, like for yeah, our mainstream. He, I always described him. He, he, Ozzy seems like like what I think a wizard would seem like. <laughs> yeah. He has a wizard voice. Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Yeah, so, yeah, but like, you know, if anybody doesn't understand what we mean by, when they think, again, a lot of people probably listen to this are probably like, metal, corn, Limp biscuit, trapped, uh, disturbed, or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, I don't yeah. even know why, I don't know yeah. why it's trapped in there, but... Yeah, just all the crap going on with them. I guess that's why. In your brain. Did you see that argument? <laughs> Did you see that feud between them and Riley from Power Trip? Oh man, it's it's yeah, it's between him and now now uh, Danny Diablo from Hardcore Band uh, Crown of Thorns. Oh God, in the mix, and he's a he's a rough and tough dude. I met him at a show in uh, San Antonio. He was really really cool. I feel like I've seen Crown of Thorns. Did Crown of Thorns play play Fun 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 Fest? Maybe. Uh, I thought. 
Maybe. I wouldn't doubt it. Rest in peace, Fun 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 Fest, by the way. Do I? Oh, rest in peace. Dude, uh, did you go to the last yeah, one? Yeah, Fun Fest. Uh, yeah, I went to the last four or five. I can't remember. So the I've only been to... Uh, I've only been to one. It was the last one. I worked it. and Oh, really? Yeah, man. Was, and, that the, was that the King Diamond year? No, no. It was Venom. Oh, oh my God. That was Venom's first Texas show ever. Yeah. Like, can you believe that? That's wild. <laughs> That's, That's wild. so cool to be there. That, that was a part of history. Man. Dude, and they ripped. And, and, oh, incredible. They for, were so good. Forgive me for what I'm about to say. This might be controversial, but... I have never been a big Venom fan. But with that said, I've always respected the hell out of Venom. You know what I mean? Sure. It's sure. like, because I, I know what they brought for like guys like you and I. And I, you know, it's before our time and stuff. But like Venom, like I, it's never been an album I like just put on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, like it might be blasphemous to some, but I'm just saying it's not, it's, it's never been like, and then like, you know, Pentagram too, for that matter, like Pentagram, I've always like respected and I've always liked mm -hmm. listening to Pentagram, but it's not the first thing I grab. Yeah. If I want, if I'm in the mood for like a Dude. Pentagram, you know what? I put on a band called Captain Beyond. Oh, I am familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so can be on their first album that the, I'll let this be my reco guys. I'll be quit. If y'all want to listen to some really good freaking 70 style rock and roll, like, like iron butterfly, deep purple kind of vibes meets like a little bit of a uh, more on the rock and roll side. Just, just put on some cat and beyond, man. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. And I actually think that there's members oh, yeah. of iron butterfly in there. Oh really? I think so. I think it's. I think. Yeah. It, I think it's ex-members of Iron Butterfly and some other bands. It's more like a. I think it's like. I think you could actually consider it one of the first um, super groups. I think there's like a couple of members from pretty big huh. bands in there. Dude, they, huh. Ca Captain huh. Beyond has a live album that was recorded in Lubbock. Whoa! Think about really? that. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, and, and think, think about the think about the uh, you know the, the decade. There's nothing in. Love it then. <laughs> no, I, yeah, and then um, wow. But the reason I compare this to because I think I didn't. I think I was listening to Cat and Beyond before I even knew about Pentagram. So this was when I'm in my early twenties, and then when I started yeah. listening to Pentagram. I think I always connected them to because Pentagram does a few covers of Captain Beyond. Like, oh really? Yeah, Dancing Madly Backwards is one of oh, them. Oh okay. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to dive into that, but anyways. Back enough of I I didn't I you know next time we do this I'll actually write some down I'll write I'll write some records down too so we can dive into those too yeah but, yeah we could like trade off like, yeah like but I, I I'm not prepared to dive in too deep it'll just turn to a ramble which I'm already doing <laughs> I that's that's why I had to do notes because <laughs> I I especially when it comes to albums like Paramount. Dude, I must I say, I truly appreciate you uh, taking that, taking this so serious, man. Like, some of my other shithead friends would just call and be like, uh, have you heard of, uh, hold on, let me look at my Spotify playlist. You know what I mean? It's like, that's <laughs> why I knew you'd be a great choice to this, just have some fun and talk about some metal, man, or just music yeah, in general. I've, I've always wanted to do something like this. I, I really thank you uh, for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, dude, for sure. Uh, and but, also, uh, when you listen back to this, it is going to be a little weird because it does sound like you're calling in through a phone. But I think there's a lot sure. of charm in phone call interviews. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but when we're allowed to start seeing each other again, I don't know what I don't know what part of Austin you live in, but uh, we typically record the podcast in South Austin, so. We can, oh, uh, cool. yeah. So like every, if we're ever going to, you know, have time or whatever, we can get you in front of a mic too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, quick shout out to my girlfriend. She just brought me a beer. 
Hell yeah. What's, what's her first <laughs> name? Uh, her name's Chloe. Chloe, what's up? Thank Shelly you. Said, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah. And like, that's another thing. Like a lot of our, you know, when we're, like we're, this podcast, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you listen to any episodes, but it, we, it, it's, it's quite casual. Like, you know, we just talk a lot of normal conversation littered in there. So like, you know, yeah, I, I listened to, uh, I, I listened to one actually, uh, just, just this morning, I was listening to a bit of it before I started my, uh, my walk with my dog this morning. Cause I wanted to sort of, you know, like get a feel for the, uh, yeah. Oh, whoa. Sorry. I, I just got a little distracted. Uh, speaking of candle math, I just got an alert on my phone. Uh, I got an email. I bought a candle math reprint of the shirt that they pressed in 87 for the nightfall album, the album that I was just talking about. Uh, yeah, just shit. So, oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! It's really cool. It has it has the track list uh, of the album printed on the back too, which is uh, I really really like that. A lot of bands used to do that. They just give you the album right on the front of the shirt, album cover. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. That's back. Dude, that's pretty cool. It. Yeah, cool. yeah. I just just got a just got a notification that that shit. Well, what better what better time to make an announcement about your shirt being shipped than right <laughs> now? Yeah, for real. <laughs> so. Um, I, I, Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was, I was just gonna say I'm I'm constantly on eBay looking for uh, old old shirts, especially metal shirts. I've got some real good old country shirts. Uh, really? Too. Off of eBay? Yeah. Like originals? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I've got a I've got an old Clint Black. Uh, I actually sold a uh, Garth Brooks American Honky Tonk Bar Association tour uh, from '93. I just sold that on my Depop for like thirty five bucks the other day. Damn, dude. Hey, good for you, yeah. though, for not for not gouging, though. That's, like, a reasonable price. No, there's, uh, like, man, the, the most I've ever paid for a shirt uh, is 40 bucks, and I knew it was a bootleg, but it was a bootleg from 94 uh, for the black metal band Immortal. Oh, hell uh, yeah. But, yeah, oh, man, they rule. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I see people posting shirts that were, you know, bought off the press in 2006 and for some reason they think that they're worth 350 dollars oh yeah it's insane and if you did have yeah, i don't i don't get it like what constitutes a 350 yeah it's like Unless what am i gonna singer himself like died in it or <laughs> <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> like who who is and even if you had that what are you gonna wear that to freaking reds or to barracuda you know so you're not gonna yeah. you know it's like you're not gonna wear that out one person pulls on your shirt on, on your on your 350 dollars 45 year old shirt hey bud hey bud <laughs> don't touch me it's like dude i'm at we're at a freaking <laughs> slipknot concert i paid, I paid 350 dollars for this shirt <laughs> it's like hey dude uh do you mind uh not touching me right now it's like well first off we are literally crammed into a club and <laughs> Should, should do it like a like grandma's couch and just wear like uh, like a plastic bag over the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, I always got annoyed and I'd like pull out from my collection of like the shirt my shirts that like like points of pride, mm-hmm. and I would wear them to like shows or whatever, and nobody wouldn't acknowledge them. I'm like, man, I'm wearing a badass shirt right now. Nobody's gonna come tell me how cool yeah, this shirt is. Yeah, that's always a bummer, and it's always like when it's your favorite shirt too. And yeah. then you wear some like shirt that you're just like, man, whatever. And then people are like, dude, like, yeah, sick shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm like I like deep, dude. I if I especially if I'm going to like see one of my favorite bands, I'll like, oh, I'm like, oh, what? You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, what shirt am I gonna wear to like just rep who I am at this concert? You know? And so yeah, like, and I, I think that that's another thing about like metal too is uh, you know metal more than any genre uh, is is so big 
with merch. Like, it's so big with merch. Uh, you know, like, of course, hip-hop artists, they put out... They, hip-hop artists, at least nowadays, mostly they just start, like, a clothing brand, and then they've got that going. Whereas metal bands, like, they are their brand. And exactly. artwork is so important with metal. And then, you know, therefore, merch is super important. And I think, like, metalheads, at least, you know, it's like, sure, you buy the shirt because you like the band and you like the design or whatever, but I feel like, at least for some some people out there will admit, myself included, you know, I wear the shirt because hopefully, you know, I'll go out to the store or I'll go out to the bar and some dude will be like, dude, that's my favorite band. And then I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, it's my favorite oh, band. Dude, and then you yeah. get to talk to somebody and it's like, it's like a conversation started and like, I, I don't think like many other genres, I, I'm not saying no one else prints merch. Obviously that's not true. Ever, pretty much every artist has merch. But like, you know, with metal, it's such a huge thing. It's, it's like so, more like important. Metal is metal. Metal t-shirts are more of an art, like an art piece. They're more of a statement. You know what I mean? And like you said, yeah, like, absolutely. and like, dude, so whenever I see a metal shirt, unless it's like, I mean, if it's a band I like, I don't give a shit who you are. I am probably going to walk up to you and be like, Hey dude, I did your shirt one time. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Uh, one time I was wearing one of my favorite goat whore shirts and I was at uh, mm-hmm. lost well and trans am from freaking goat whore. <laughs> Came up oh, to me. Whoa. Came up to me. He's like, "Cool shirt, man." I'm like, I knew exactly who he was, and I'm like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" I'm like, thanks, man. And he's like, "Cool." And I, dude. but I honestly, he's just he's just a cool dude, and so like, I think he yeah, was like, "That man's sick." And he was kind of like standing next to me, like, "Let's keep talking." I'm like, "Uh," but you know me, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm like notorious amongst my friends. I get starstruck easily, so like. Oh yeah, it annoys it annoys my friends more than charms them. Like I'll because like, dude, I'll like stand outside. You know what I mean? If you if you're in one of my favorite bands, I can't help it. I can't treat you like a normal person sometimes. Sometimes you know I'm being I gotten much better <laughs> at it over the years. But like I'm just like, oh my god, I'm such a huge fan. You know I can't I can't help it. You know? Well so, yeah, it's it's just because like their their work means so much to you. You know, and like yeah. you, I, I feel like maybe maybe you're just trying to like give them back the the sort of like happiness and like. Yeah, it's it's like whenever whenever a song strikes a deep chord in you, it's almost like it's almost like you feel like the artist like recognizes you and like understands what you want. Damn, At least saying. that's how it is for me. Like, no, no, you're out. right, you're like, right, you're right. Like, when, when they sing, I'm like, no, it's like you guys like reached into my brain. You're like, oh, he likes Conan the Barbarian. He likes Black Sabbath. No, he like you know heavy lyrics and down to guitars, and we'll just <laughs> make you know. 12 you're gonna walk you're gonna walk <laughs> you know, up to camel they don't know me <laughs> you're gonna walk up to him the first time you meet him and you're like dude i just really want to appreciate you write, wrote all the songs for me they're like what <laughs> yeah yeah seriously yeah <laughs> dude no but like all i'm getting at is like that time i was just like man uh i just moved on i was like i can't i can't so but anyways that was that oh, that, yeah. that was the that was the coolest time i like that's the coolest story i have when it's like wearing the right shirt got the right praise you know but uh yeah absolutely. or like you know when you're at, anyways enough about metal shirts we can go on that that for fucking days let's uh oh yeah that could be a whole other thing damn dude let's uh we're, dude we're almost on the phone for 45 minutes dude let's get you into your last reco yeah sure all right so my last one is gonna be nothing like the last two so if you are not into metal and you don't even want to check out those other two i would say at least check this one out Hell yeah um this is gonna be uh beach house uh, their 2012 album, uh, Bloom. Have you heard it? I have. You have? Oh, yeah. Cool. I know it. So, 
What, what do you think about the album? Dude, Beach House is like, dude, uh, a heavy sleeper for me, dude. Like, every time it comes on, I'm yeah. like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, keep, I always. A lot, of, a lot of those, yeah, a lot of those, like, indie 2012 bands, like, or two, 2009 to, like, 2013, that, like, weird era of indie music sort of almost getting mainstream. Like, you washed know, like, out. Bands. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Washed out, uh, the XX. Yeah, uh, the XX. You know, band, of course, was, was already doing their thing, you know, several years prior yeah but, yeah but you know they they released some good albums at that time too i think like mirage rock uh, was one of them uh but but yeah man uh beach house is like uh, yeah totally one of those albums where it's like it comes on your spotify daily mix or on, on you know on whatever you hear it at a coffee shop or something and you're like immediately transported you know like oh yeah back to like at least whenever you heard it uh for me you know i was listening to that album at like a really good time in my life, you know, it was like a summer where I was like hanging out, partying a lot. And, uh, I, I really, really liked that album. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so this album is, uh, of course, like I said, it, it's not metal. Um, it's very dreamy. Uh, I know that sounds like a really weird adjective, but you know, the whole album feels like you're having like this blissful dream the whole time you're listening to it. Dude, no, it a, has like that's a good way to put it. It, it. Yeah, yeah, it has like these like twinkling sort of keys all throughout it. Uh, the vocalist has a, a voice that's just like so smooth and you know, uh, but still has like definitely some raw like emotion to it. Uh, no, it's 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 captivating. It's seductive, but not in the yeah. sense of R and B, but more like you know what I mean. Like it's no. like you get you get taught you get pulled in, and you will not turn the damn song off. I don't care who you are. You know what I mean. You're gonna you're oh. going to finish the damn song. Yeah, or album for that matter. Oh, for me, uh, I, I actually um, last week compiled a list of albums that there. I'll, I'll just call them no skip albums. I, I don't skip a song. I don't even skip you know, the, the two minute intro to the song, like it, it is a no skip album list that Dude. I made. And seriously, the second album I even added to this list, and I'm a huge metalhead was this album, Beach House's Bloom. It's phenomenal. Dude, <laughs> so, so good. Dude the next yeah. time, the next time we do this, uh, you need, we need to put in like after your recos and your no skip album of the, the episode or whatever, for sure. Those, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I've got 12 albums on there, 12, 12 or 13. Dude, I, I add an album to it every, every couple of days. I'll be sitting there and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I have a list of songs I can be shot in the head to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me, be, let me be more polite. List of songs that I would happily, <laughs> that I could die to. You know, if it was my time to go, yeah. like, if this song's yeah. playing, I think I would be okay. Or, you know, or yeah, at sure. least at least <laughs> keep my head up high. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see that list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> First song, The Final Countdown. Like hell yours. yeah. Dude, just like, <laughs> just die with a smile on your face. No, sorry. Let me get, Dude, back, let's get yeah. you back to Washed Out. I mean, God damn it. Uh, where are we at? <laughs> Beach House. Beach House. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, so yeah, this, this album is definitely super dreamy. Uh, it's, it's got a, it's pretty, pretty heavily focused on vocals and keyboard. Um, really really cool really dreamy like you were saying earlier um you you sort of listen to the song for 30 seconds and you're already entranced is like a really good word for it it's just uh 
it, it's a really captivating album for sure. Um, and so my favorite song off that album is uh, the song, I might be mispronouncing this, uh, Lazuli or Lazuli. Ooh, boy. Yeah. I I might have to Google Google that one. You tell me I am terrible at reading, spelling, and all the (laughs) in-between. Let's see. Um, Well, so Lazuli is, let me figure that out. I want to figure out how to say that. I'm going to hit the little speech button right here. Lazuli. <laughs> okay. It's Lazuli. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. So all right. Yeah. So Lazuli is what it is. It's L A Z U L I. Um, it's definitely my favorite song on the album. Um, so if you actually look, look that word up, Lazuli, it's actually a stone. Um, it's a gemstone. And it's like crazy, crazy, um, crazy deep blue color. It's, it's a really, really cool-looking gemstone. Um, if any of y'all out there rock nerds and not like the music, you know, like the artist. Just digging deep on that one. Uh, yeah, if you're a rock nerd. Yeah, hey. I mean, I watched... Hey, dude. I watched Uncut Gems and obsessed about it to where I watched so many YouTube videos about Black Opal that I felt like I was an ex- expert within like three weeks. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's, that's why me and you are like, friend in the way that we are like, you'll google some weird shit like i want to learn about a gym for <laughs> 45 minutes yeah. and then you know and then you bring that up in normal conversation and people are like do people <laughs> so like, do you see uncut gems i'm like no, actually and would you like to talk about black opals in the argyle mine in <laughs> west australia <laughs> and like, nope never seen it <laughs> oh okay <laughs> well so apparently this rock called lazuli um you know, there, there's, you know, certain people believe that certain gemstones, you know, do certain things and are associated with certain, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. Uh, quality characteristics. Yeah. In a person. It's, um, um it's, uh, that's, that's a, it's a good, yes. I go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's sort of its own, you know, little belief thing and, you know, whatever. But in the context of this song, um, I was actually doing a little bit of research, uh, this morning on Lazuli, the rock itself. And supposedly it helps with discerning inner truth, uh, exploring past lives and developing intuition. Hmm. And with the, yeah. And so with the lyrics of this song, uh, my favorite lyric that I put in it, uh, you know, keeping what I just said in mind, uh, about the, uh, qualities of the rock, I guess you could say is, uh, they say wonder eyes, motion high and we and we don't dare slip on by. Make us suffer like no other. There's nothing like lapis lazuli. Let it go back to me. Of course, it's not as, you know, rhyming and as as wild as, uh, you know, either of the other songs that I mentioned. But uh, definitely a lot more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deep is like the, the, the worst word I could use for it. Say um, deep? Yeah, like I don't want to use that word. No, uh, yeah, like, uh, it, like it, it leaves a lot to the imagination. Like you need to read between the lines. Like, yeah, like there's it's it's a little know. bit more, like I said earlier, a little bit more vague, and and it resonates sure. on a different on a different on a different va- on a different like oh, wavelength. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's um absolutely and and this uh this album again, you know, it's it's totally totally different from the other two. Would existential be a good and, word for uh, that? 
I think, yeah, yeah, I guess you, yeah, you could definitely say that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, no, yeah, you're good. Um, basically, this album is like, uh, how could I put it? I, I totally had a brain fart and forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, man, <laughs> that's my fault. I, I was, I was, no, thinking... it's all good. You were what? I was, uh, I was like just deep in trying to think of the right word, and I, and I probably chipped you off the trail, <laughs> okay. dude. Uh, what kind of beer are you drinking? Uh, Shiner. Earlier, I was drinking some pale ale. My buddy came over last night, and uh, he he brought me uh, he he brought some pale ale over here. Cigar uh, City or something is like the what brewing the fuck? company or something I don't know. like that. Well, yeah, you, I don't know. It was, it was a weird pillow, but it was real good. But you know, now I'm just drinking a uh, Shiner. You know, Shiner Shiner Brewery is about 15 minutes to 20 minutes away from uh, where my bar is. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, when that's it, cool. Whenever I've never people, been out that way. Yeah, well, when people come to visit and stuff like that, uh, I'll like if it's uh, if it, I'll, I'll take them out there for a tour or whatever for the day. Yeah, dude, that sounds sick. Yeah, dude. Where are you originally from? Uh, you from San Antonio? No, uh, I'm actually from West Texas, uh, San Angelo. San Angelo. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. I'm actually from a small town outside of San Angelo. Yeah. I say San Angelo because no one's going to know what wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Do you know, uh, you lived in San Antonio for just a little bit, though, right? Yeah, just, just six months. Gotcha. Actually. Cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, but I, I just, Austin just really, it. I don't know. Austin just really does it for me. Yeah, really no, me too. Yeah, me too, man. So I'm sorry. Like, so if you want to just wrap up this album, so we can uh, just tie all this in and move on. I, dude, I'm actually quite impressed on how long we we went at this, dude. We've been on the phone going yeah. almost on an hour. That's great. That's awesome. I, yeah, cool. I had no doubt that it was going to be, you know what I mean? That it was going to be like just full of like conversation and just like talks. But at the same time, you know, you always like wonder, like for your first time, if it's like if it's going to work out or not. And I think this is really, really great. Dude, hell yeah! Yeah, oh, I'm I'm glad to hear it. And uh, if I could at all uh, shout out my buddy real quick. Go ahead. Sure. So my buddy Micah, who came over last night, he brought me a stack of records and was just like, hey, man, I you know, I was going through my records and I want you to have these. And, dude, uh, I mean, you'll, you'll know. You'll know a bunch of these albums, but I'm just going to – I mean, you don't have to include this or anything, but <laughs> he uh, – he, he brought these over to me, and I seriously can't thank him enough. He gave me Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Hell yeah. Solid. He gave me Blue Cheer. Yeah. Uh, Vince Vincibus I believe is how you say that album. Uh, this is the only band uh, he gave me that I haven't heard yet, but it's Quicksilver uh, Messenger Service. Huh. said they're like an, an older psych band and that they riff really, really hard. Uh, gave me Kiss, uh, Rock and Roll Over. Uh, Deep Purple's Fireball, and let's see. Oh, and last but not least, Black Sabbath's Headless Cross album. Dude, hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, I was blown away. Like it, it was like you know, as soon as I flipped to the next record, I was like, oh my god. And then I flipped to the next one, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can't think of enough, dude. That was, that was like the best, the best thing ever. Dude, well, hell yeah, dude. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about the Beach House album, or do you want to just go ahead and uh, just do a a reminder of every, all your recommendations and we'll get, and we'll call it quits. Yeah, sure. I'll just, I'll just sort of like, I'll just say, uh, the year each album came out, uh, the song or the band and the album. Yeah. Do that. Uh, that's the, that each song I picked was on. All right, guys, Holton's Recos. Let's hear them.
All right. So I'll just go in the order I announced them in. Uh, the first one is going to be my new release. Uh, that's 2020 album, Spirit uh, Ungul. Uh, their album is called Forever Black. This came out on Metal Blade Records, I believe. Uh, the second one I mentioned was Candlemass's Nightfall. Probably my favorite metal album of all time. If I take Black Sabbath out of the equation, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> Too hard to decide. But uh, yeah, it's a 1987 album by Candlemass, uh, Nightfall. Super, super good record. Um, and then my last one was my little wild card album. Uh, that's Beach House's uh, 2012 album, Bloom. Uh, super, super good album for, for anybody who just wants to you could sit in a chair and play this album and just stare at the wall and be entertained. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it does. Yeah. It's, it's that, it does that much for you. Uh, at least it does for me. And I hope it does for everybody else. I hope all these albums, you know, strike a chord and other people like they did me at least. But, uh, but yeah, man, I really appreciate you having me on here and, and let me talk about music. It's my favorite Not, thing in the world to do. Dude. Yeah, dude. Like I said, this is a, I, you're only you're the first person that came to mind. I was like, dude, I want somebody to do like a music recommendation or review, whatever, you know, I, I, and I wanted it to be like a positive one. So I was like, dude, like Holton will do this, give like albums that he'll suggest and probably be amazing. So and that's perfect, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might talk about one of those records that my buddy gave me too on this next one. Maybe that Quicksilver one, if, if I like it that much. Dude. Yeah. Uh, you, I haven't heard it. Oh, we'll definitely do this again, man. And you, and you, 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 you have the range. And I'll write down some records too, just so we can play off of it and stuff like that as yeah. well. Yeah, that sounds cool. Well, cool. So when do you, when do you, uh, when do you picture this thing being, uh, how, how long does it take for these to come out after you record them? I will probably go through it and put the adjustments on and put it right up. There's nothing to take out of this. This is a good one. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, awesome. it'll, it'll be up. It'll probably be up in the next uh, 30 minutes. Shit. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so dude. Cool. Yeah, I'll just write a synopsis and stuff, or whatever. Like I said, like uh, Joel and I. So Joel and I, when we do these podcasts, we try our best not to edit them. And matter of fact, we yeah. don't necessarily edit them. The only time we edit them is if the computer crashes or if it's just like a tongue tie, and it's just like that. We have we need to take a mental break. You know what I mean? But sure, for the most sure. part, we want to be as organic as possible. So yeah, dude. And I like yeah, cool. Like if you, uh, I mean, if you, we were talking and you're like, hey man, can you? I, I, I said something I didn't want to say and not even the say not in the sense of protecting your image, but more in the sense of like it's not what I want to portray or whatever. Like it's I said the wrong thing about this band or like my review is messed up. You know, yeah, we'll 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 edit it. No big deal. But you know, we're not gonna take away anything. We're not hiding anything. That makes sense? Yeah, I don't have anything to hide. No, I know you don't. No, I know you don't. But I'm just like, no, I'm just saying that like that's like kind of our commitment to this podcast. Like we want to be as yeah, honest absolutely. as possible. And we want to see hear people have casual conversations yeah dude that's awesome yeah dude but yeah so uh but guys holton barbarium follow him on instagram at say it again holton what's your instagram, on instagram is at holton the barbarian do you have like a discord or anything that you that you're a part of or anything i actually don't i i just got discord for the first time the other day to play a, a little a little role-playing game over the over discord with my buddies but that's the only time i've ever used that oh nope, cool man you can't find me on there pretty much just yeah, <laughs> yeah check him out i'll oh, do uh, yeah holton dude i appreciate it man yeah absolutely thanks for having me on dude. man this is this was a blast yeah dude well it, trust me it'll, it'll happen again soon we'll uh we'll, we'll I'll, I'll text you later and we'll figure it all out yeah man all right all right dude guys holton barbarian thanks a lot man all right peace out later All right, guys. Well, that was great. I, uh, 
I love that. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, it did run over a little bit longer, so I guess I don't necessarily have to go into the details about what's going on at the bar and stuff today. It's going to be the same in the next episode. Maybe I could talk about it with Joel. Uh, I guess the rundown is um, with the new with the with the executive order being lifted on the on on May first and things changing up a bit. We still don't have the potential to open up until phase two, which could potentially be May 18th. Um, but here's the thing, guys. We still do not have our license. It was taken. Uh, it, was, it, it wasn't taken away from us. It, it expired. And we were just trying to convince TABC and the powers that be to give us a little bit of, of forgiveness in the sense of deferring our payment or just pushing it back a bit so we can open up and be ready to hang out with you guys and make the money back to pay what is owed and again it was not we had to cancel events our our weekly revenue was all gone so it was just it just turned into an unreasonable way to spend what we have right now because it is if you know if you spend all the money they're asking for we would just be crippled by by having no cash especially in a small town in the to-go situation just not being what you would not not to the standard of like a major city or whatever which is understandable so enough of my ramble again guys please like and subscribe my channel on youtube please share this uh podcast and get, get us going help you know this is the new this is the future like uh virtual broadcasting virtual bartending and this platform and podcast stuff like that this is uh for creative guys like me this is going to be in the forefront so help me out get the word out and i appreciate it again holton the barbarian Follow him on Instagram. Great guy. Awesome recommendations. Can't thank him enough being a part of this. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. That was nice to talk to you guys. It's been a while. And again, Joel and I will be back for another episode in the next couple of days. I love you. Goodbye.